Hello and welcome to another episode of our podcast called Night and Moon. I am Tanner Knight, and joined with me as always is the lovely and talented Gabby Luna Knight. Hi. Hi. So, I think Gabby is pretty eager to tell you about some new music before we get into our main event today. Yes. Which artist just came out with a new album? Oh my gosh. Album? <laughs> Hosier. Yes, Hosier has new music. Woo! If you haven't checked out his new EP, is it an EP? Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I think that's what he kept calling it. I think an EP is like a six six song album or something like this that. This one he released three songs. Three, so it's it's like even shorter than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's basically like a single with two B sides. That's usually his that's his style. That's how he's released most of his stuff like that. Well, I like the new album. I've, you do? I think I've heard all three songs. Yeah, you have. Yeah. And they all have a very mature feeling style that's not stale in any way. So I would say go and check out Hosier's new EP, Eat Your Young. Yeah. Yeah. Your Young. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then if you're lucky enough, he's on tour, so he might still have tickets available some in some places <laughs> check a city near you yeah we're not paid by hosier no, to promote him in we, any way we just love him <laughs> somehow tan also does love him <laughs> he's a really great artist so yay I'm so you should happy. check out hosier so that's what's going on <laughs> for the most part is new music from artists that we love also we both just looked up yanni <laughs> well i just barely posted an episode so if you are listening right now I just finished posting the episode called Competitive Culture, which where we talk about competitiveness. Yeah. We talk about like the final question is, did Yanni represent <laughs> opera to you? And so I had to like look it up to see what he, how to spell his name to make sure I had spelled it right. And I was like, oh my goodness, actually Dan does look like him <laughs> a little bit, you know, like if you do the two look like oh my gosh <laughs> it could be like your older uncle or something i should do a, a side by side pick where i <laughs> i'm gonna put it up in pose the, like yanni i'm gonna totally put it okay and then we'll put it up in the instagram thing. all right look out for that <laughs> yes we don't have any new music from yanni though <laughs> I, no. don't, I don't think <laughs> we didn't listen to his music we didn't even listen to his music we just looked at his pictures mm -hmm. but he is a person and he does not represent opera <laughs> but he does make some old ladies panties wet i think i mean i gotta say the man is all right looking <laughs> he's he's like the greek el buki <laughs> yeah totally it's so true <laughs> you should look up el buki if you don't know okay i'm putting all of them in right next to you it's you el buki yanni and jesus <laughs> and, and chewy <laughs> Maybe even Frank Zappa. Just throw him in there. He's yeah. got the same look. <laughs> yeah. I'm all of these people. <laughs> so that's what's going on. We have Jack next to us. If yes. you were wondering what the pets were up to, Jack is kind of, what would you say, lounging on top of you? Yeah, he's using my knee as a pillow. <laughs> he's so he's, he's very comfortable. Yes. I haven't seen Smokey in a minute, so he probably hasn't come down to join us. He's venting. Oh. Because it's still cold in Utah. Yeah, so he likes to be on a vent. And he calls that venting. <laughs> and he invented it. Okay. <laughs> Got that settled. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so that's the pet update. 
everybody is cute and great. So they appreciate your well wishes. Yes. uh, In I don't know if we've talked about spotting a beagle. (laughs) We have not. But we actually have some neighbors that have either a basset or a beagle. We think it's a basset. It looks bassety. But he reminds us a lot of Max. We haven't really seen his face or anything. Not up close. But the way that he wags his tail is literally <laughs> like Max. So He's got the soul of Max. <laughs> On Bassett watch, <laughs> we've seen him maybe twice this last week. Yes. And he's pretty cute as well. Yeah. And Bassett or Beagle watch can be any Bassett or Beagle. <laughs> <laughs> any tricolored hound at all. <laughs> yes. So the main topic that we would like to talk about tonight is something that we all engage in and we all hopefully have. Some of us struggle to do them, but it is hobbies. So we will be talking about hobbies, things that we do for enjoyment, basically. Is that the definition? Well, yeah, that we're gonna go with. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and pull up a full-on, correct-ass definition. A hobby is an activity, interest, or pastime that is undertaken for pleasure or relaxation, done during one's own leisure time. I like that specification that you can't just be doing that at work. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it at work. Ah, uh-uh, your own leisure time. Don't do your fantasy football at work. Well, that's Uh-oh. actually something that I do preach, but anyway. <laughs> so, hobbies, fantasy football could be one of them. Mm-hmm. It is not personally one of mine. We uh, talked about that in a previous episode. But I like the idea that, you know, it kind of has to be relaxing. That's a good point. Because yeah. you wouldn't want to do something on your own time if it doesn't at least provide some sort of pleasure of relaxation. Well, I think relaxation is definitely important, but you can have hobbies that involve a high heart rate, such as mountain biking. Yeah. Do you feel like that relaxes you? See, I think overall it does. The action of doing it, I think, really strikes the old T-zone in... Uh, the pleasure centers of the brain. <laughs> Wait, let's go back and tell me what are your hobbies. Okay, so I would say my hobbies, I don't have a lot of them, mostly because the ones that I do have, I try to engage in fully. And, you know, that's really difficult with 17 hobbies. Yeah. But my primary hobbies now are music, number one, I would say. If I have free time in any capacity, where I'm not doing any of the other things that I'll talk about in a second, then music is really high on the list of what what I want to be doing. So music is number one as a hobby. It was, as we've discussed in the past, it was my uh, profession at one point, and I've kind of stepped back from that. I think it's a healthier relationship as a hobby for me. So there you go. Then the other main hobby that I engage in is mountain biking, I would say. And... That's kind of taken a little bit of a backseat to dirt biking slash dirt biking as well since the acquisition of the dirt bike. But anything with two wheels is a hobby of mine, we'll say. I don't know about that. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, like <laughs> you got to specify the, the motor vehicles or the vehicles you're going to be getting on before you just say, <laughs> oh, that's a hobby of mine. <laughs> Well, the, wait, the we mount- have agreed on mountain bike and, and dirt, dirt bike. bike. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> yeah, there's no more. I mean, I if would, there is, I need to hear about it first. Well, <laughs> I would love to have like a Razor or a Can-Am. Okay. okay. And well, that, that has four, right? Yeah, that has four. But it's such a, I don't know. It's like 
a single use application for the most part for a $20,000 vehicle. Yeah, that's true. I just want to have time to, you know, get used to the idea that you're going to do another crazy thing. <laughs> Acquire another hobby. <laughs> yeah, no, not a hobby, just something dangerous in that case. Well, I think the dirt bike, I think the dirt bike counts as my one dangerous hobby mm -hmm. that I engage in most recently. I think that mountain biking is obviously dangerous, yeah. but I do it in a very safe way at this point. Yeah, or like the backcountry skiing. Yeah. That one too, because he'll do GoPro videos of his adventures in the mountains and I get to see how it goes. So it looks dangerous to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and in all reality, it is dangerous. And the second you downplay the danger in it, I think is the second you get your ass bit. Yeah. But I try to keep a healthy respect for it at all times. Side, side note, if you're skiing, you never know if there's going to be a Winneth Paltrow out there. <laughs> So make sure you have a GoPro on you. <laughs> At all times. <laughs> yes. It's just smart. It's but, just smart. And if, if you don't know the reference, Gwyneth was here in Utah in Park City in a court very recently, I guess, defending her own ass against this guy who accused her of slamming into her at Deer Valley. And uh, it was kind of a local courtroom celebrity action for, what, three days? Yeah, I think it was sort of like a he said, she said situation because there's no way to prove it. But he actually took her to court and yeah. made her come to Utah. Twice, though. This is the second this time. This is the second time? Oh, mm -hmm. shit. I didn't know that. So she won. She she walked away basically with no culpability. And uh, the guy <laughs> walked away real angry. And having to pay all the attorney all the fees, fees, which yeah. I'm sure her attorneys are not cheap. <laughs> Eight hundred dollar an hour attorneys, probably more. Yeah, thousand dollars. I don't even know. I, know. I have no idea. Let's hope we never need to find out. Yes. So look out for old Gwyneth or any other giant blonde person barreling or, at you, or like this guy. I don't know his name. Oh yeah. Like the one who uh, was ran into by Gwyneth. Um, just have a GoPro on you. Protect yourself. <laughs> that's the that's the message. That's the takeaway here. Where GoPro. are your GoPro? <laughs> GoPro st stock should go up. Yeah. Next winter. Mm -hmm. Maybe they should do a whole campaign about <laughs> <laughs> awareness yeah. of Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. So be aware. But uh, skiing used to be one of my hobbies. Yeah. You did it this year. I did ski this year and it was fun. I enjoyed it, but I don't enjoy it enough to really engage in it. At the level that I feel comfortable doing it, I guess. I don't remember. After you skied, did you get a little sore? I no, remember. I thought I would. I thought my right leg would be totally out of commission, but it was it was fine. Oh, because you snowboarded, right? I did snowboard, yeah. That's cool. Well, I'm glad that you did it. I was a little scared when you told me that you were going <laughs> to snowboard, but it all worked I out. made it. And we got to see the videos. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> So speaking of videos, my other hobby is videography and making videos as well as photography. I, I kind of lump those together since they involve the same tool, the camera, and they work differently. But at the end of the day, you're producing content and I kind of lump those together. Those are pretty much my main hobbies. My side hobbies involve just like science and dumb shit like that. I like watching a lot of yeah history of prehistory and stuff like that or or slow-mo videos yeah slow-mo videos are very interesting to watch the guys on youtube are called the slow-mo guys they got a really cool channel 
I'd check it out. So that's like a side hobby. I would say musical gear is also a side hobby, like more of a, it's tangential in that it facilitates my need to play music, but it's more of a side thing unto itself. I really like to geek out about musical gear and know history and eras and stuff like that. And you have a whole YouTube channel on it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of work it into my, my whole shtick of my YouTube channel. Yeah. So, that's an interesting side of the musical hobby, too. Yeah, yeah. It's it, I do think of it as being on the periphery, but it's it's a part of it, yeah. Like a little leg. Yeah. <laughs> so those are my main hobbies. Yeah. What are your main hobbies? Ooh. I, like, kept thinking about it, and then I would put it off all day. <laughs> so your hobby is procrastination? One of them. <laughs> Well, I would say, is yoga a hobby? No, it's not. It's more of a something that I study or try to well, incorporate in my lifestyle. At this point, it is a, I would call it a hobby in that it's something that you practice. Mm -hmm. Just like I practice music, mm -hmm. it's, it's something that you engage in willingly and repeatedly. I think that is the definition of a hobby. And yes, it may be more than that. I think music is more than a hobby to me, but... You know, for all intents and purposes, you can boil it down to that. So I, I would consider yeah. yoga a hobby and Yeah, and because more. it's something that you take the time to study and practice physically and incorporate into your life, yeah. like theory, which you do all of those with music as yeah. well. So I guess, yeah, you could call it a hobby in that sense. But it does feel much more than just a hobby. It, it almost it seems a little insulting to call yeah. it. <laughs> I, I understand the feeling. Yeah. With that, there's the sister science called Ayurveda, mm -hmm. and I have always been fascinated by it. And lately, I've been trying to get into learning a little bit more of that. I find that side of yoga, that interconnectedness that it has with yoga, fascinating. Yeah, and very overlooked in a lot of cases. Yeah, and also interconnectedness it has with the entire world and all the elements and everything, how we are basically nature. And I love that. I love weaving everything together. And in a certain way, I would say yoga is almost your religion. Yeah, I guess. More so than a hobby. I, I don't like to call yoga yeah, religion. I, I also don't agree that. That's why I kind of struggle when I, to just say those words. But but I know what you mean. It's it's more of a... It's a discipline. A discipline. And it drives a lot of your beliefs. And that's more heed than a lot of people give to their own religion that they spend a lot of time professing that they belong to. I don't know. I guess I I try to live a spiritually a spiritual life and have a, a lighter heart instead of carrying a heavy heart. And there are a lot of things, not rules, but like discipline in one one's actions that are incorporated in yoga. And that's basically how I try to live life and Sometimes a decision might seem an easy one to take, but there's a lot of things to consider what's going to lead to a lighter heart. And that's a really hard thing to do as well. It takes a real incredible amount of practice just to do that. And maybe it doesn't need to be that difficult, but it doesn't, but it yeah. is. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it really is. With practice, it should become easier at one point. So, but we're, we're not. We're not walking on water, although I do have a picture of Tam that looks like he's walking <laughs> on water, and I'll post that too. 
and post pictures of Yanni and you <laughs> and Jesus and whatever, and, and then <laughs> and then you walking on water. <laughs> it's all there. It's all we got proof. Tanner <laughs> might be Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> Your words. <laughs> Your words. <laughs> People are gonna think we're we're starting a cult here that he brainwashes me. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Raniere and company. I love that guy. Oh no! <laughs> no, not really. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> What's the other one? I thought you would for sure mention the Waco one instead. David Koresh. You know, we're not making fun of pe- the victims or anything, so let's no. just cut it at that. <laughs> no, David Koresh was a huge figure for my childhood. I grew up in. The early 90s, and I was probably 10 or 11 or 12 or something around that time, and that was huge major news, so David Koresh and his Waco compound left a huge impact on me, <laughs> and I do I do find that whole era interesting. I don't identify with him at all Yeah, because he was a child molester, basically, Yeah, it yeah. came down to it. The whole thing was broadcast on TV for kind of the first time ever. We hadn't seen anything like that, and it was a major fuck up. That's crazy. Like, how long did the coverage last for you to have? It was, like, it, it, it seems like it left a, a huge impression it on did. you. I'm... Yeah, it was days, and uh, it was that worse than the trial of OJ. No, like, OJ. Which one was worse? Takes the cake. That's the crowning cultural touchstone of the '90s. Is OJ Simpson and his freaking double homicide? I don't. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> the man single-handedly discontinued the Ford Bronco because he ran away in one. That says a lot about yeah. <laughs> a dude. That, uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like that, the result of that is all, all I can do is laugh. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah, again, we're not making fun of the victims. No. That it, was a, you know, a tragedy. That man walked away. Yeah. I mean, at this point, let's just, it's been talked about. And that actually is one of my other hobbies. <laughs> um, true crime slash and be- murder. Before I met you, I would like in the 2016-ish or a little bit earlier time, I was hardcore true crime aficionado or whatever. You fan. knew all the murderers. Oh, yeah. I knew, <laughs> I knew all of the murder podcasts because there wasn't like that many as there are right now. Right now, I would say that my main hobby is listening to podcasts. Or not my main, but like one of my hobbies, yeah. what I would call it, is more listening to certain podcasts than um, listening to true crime. But one of my favorite ones is my favorite murder. I mean, I'm like, I, Tanner knows about <laughs> Georgia and Karen more intimately like, yeah as if he, i t- talk about them as if they're my girlfriends and he's i'm like you know what karen said the other day <laughs> like do tell <laughs> <laughs> yeah he knows all about it i even texted you like didn't i call you the other day just to tell you they mentioned frank zappa <laughs> yes you did you know that's an intimate friendship it's well, one-sided with that i would say that podcasting myself became Oh, a yeah. hobby that makes something sense. we're yeah. doing it right yeah. now and this is your True. part of it you're that's one of your hobbies too now it is i love podcasting all around listening and creating it and i love the creation of the music that you know you started making the music for all of our shows and all of that is just i love it everything about it 
Me too, I think. Creating is one of the truest form of humanities, I guess. It's like yeah, you make something from nothing. And even if it's words or notes or sounds or a dumb picture that I paint or <laughs> a yeah. beautiful one you paint of Jack, then, uh, you know, it's unique and individual. And sure, chat GPT can generate some pretty cool and crazy stuff, but it's still it's still AI and it's still not human. How many coveted napkins where somebody famous has written or drawn <laughs> something on? You know, like yeah. you can't replace that with AI. You just can't. Mm -hmm. Where are we? What are we even talking about? <laughs> well, we were talking about hobby. creation as yeah. our hobby. And uh, you also like creating plants. Yes. That is a new... Well, ever since we moved to this house, this house has... A garden is it zeroscape or sort of like yeah it's like a water wise garden i would say mm -hmm. a lot of succulents very hardy ones too and small shrubs yeah ground cover ground covering so a lot of it just kind of like it's fine in the winter it grows all back in the in the spring so little by little i've been moving succulents here and there and they've you know kind of populated the backyard not completely but where i've moved them they've been able to grow and little by little you know i started first moving them now and then last year i started adding flowers to the garden because i want i want the front yard to be flower flowerful <laughs> and then now this year we started adding veg vegetables so hopefully we have vegetables this year <laughs> we'll have to make an episode about the harvest the harvest For, or just everything in general yeah. But we're going through the process right now. So I know you've done it before, but I'm personally going to. Well, it's always a crapshoot, too. It's like you put all this effort into bringing these plants from seed. Mm -hmm. Then you bring them outside and they all die. It's like, oh, damn it. Yeah. They're like, oh, I liked it better inside. Or they were eaten by squirrels or <laughs> I know. birds, you name it. Yesterday was the only day that this week where I could have the plants out. And. I saw a squirrel kind of like eyeing them. I was like, hey, you, leave them alone. I and see. she stayed away, but I feel like she's going to be a <laughs> one I have to keep my eye on. I'm going to have to keep my eye on you, <laughs> squirrel. Friggin' squirrel. Well, I would say those are excellent hobbies. You also draw. You you spend a lot of time drawing. Not, a lo not enough. Not enough on no. that one. Yeah. But it is something that I, I have on my to-do list. That, and... Sewing is another thing I love to do, yeah. too. But those are kind of more... I don't know why those seem to get pushed down for some reason. Maybe they're kind of like the older me likes those more. Like, <laughs> yeah. and Grandma, even, you. No, like the... Or maybe I should say the younger version of me oh. like those more. <laughs> like the high school version of me practiced those more. I see. And she's been put away, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I also like rock tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> i'll come right out and say it i like yeah. shiny rocks so uh, i got a rock tumbler and like to rock tumble rocks we actually like to look for rocks oh yeah well. and just look for rocks intense actually very rocks. good at finding geodes yeah so yeah i like uh looking for rocks and various cool things out in the woods and desert so i think there's probably a toxic side to hobbies oh do tell well 
you know, I, I hate to keep hammering on the NFL and sports in general, but I personally think that spectator sports or team professional sports are hobbies that take more than they give. And I know that I'm just one person and that's my humble opinion and it's, you know, based on my values, but I just don't see a scenario in which sports disappear and people don't replace that time with something more productive. Yeah, because, I mean, gardening would be pretty productive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think I agree with you because if I compare it to something that's just like sitting and watching TV, I don't know that that makes me any better either. So, yeah, Yeah. maybe like a spectator situation is kind of not the best. Well, I think it comes down to the media you consume on television as well. And I think that professional sports have this not so hidden agenda to just sell you a bunch of mm-hmm. things, beer and chips and soda and all of these things that come with sports and chips and soda. <laughs> it's like none, none of those things are bad unto themselves, but when that becomes all wrapped up in the meaning of, of what it is, it becomes consumerism rather than, you enjoying a sport for like the beauty of the sport or for like admiring admiring it or being a player yourself because if you're consuming chips and soda all the time it's gonna get you further and further away from you know the type of food that you need to be eating Uh, yeah (laughs) to play that sport too like you can't even relate to them in that way because the athletes you're watching are not eating that way well i always find that funny that a lot of people watch the nfl and you know they could call these professional athletes idiots or terrible for dropping the ball once or twice when i would love to see these guys get off the couch and try to play in the nfl yeah it's It's, such a weird thing right when we think about it like any sport i mean in any any culture golf even those guys are pros for it's so funny because i'm like I understand. I don't know why. It must just be in my blood. But when you said soccer, I was like, oh, my God, well, soccer is different. But no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, no, babe, no, you don't understand. Don't <laughs> soccer is completely well, different. Football or soccer yeah. is more of a religion than any other religion on the face of the planet. Yeah. And I don't think that's good. Like, no, it's not good. I know I'll get a lot of hate from Latin America for that and, and Europe, too. Everybody loves football. I yeah. get it. But ask yourself, if it were to disappear tomorrow and you had no memory of it existing, like, (laughs) would you be better off or not? We're canceled. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. No, just kidding. Maybe. I just, I I have a real bad attitude about professional sports. And I know it's just another way to enjoy your downtime if you spend most of your life working, like most people. And it's there. It's an outlet. Go ahead and enjoy it, but just enjoy it mindfully instead of maybe letting it consume you and having your fantasy football team be more important to you than your wife and kids and whatever. No, you're right, but that's my one (laughs) hope and dream for the world. It's crazy how intense the love for for your team and things like that happen. Like I've seen it when it's when it's the country that's like that passionate about it so i i'd say that hobbies can get the better of you if you let them and it's just like anything else mindfulness in your hobbies will make you number one enjoy those hobbies more make you get better at them if they 
are something where you progress in like a skill. What about if like it's a hobby where you're consuming art, like movies or opera or well, just concert going as we were I talking about? I think you can do all of that stuff mindlessly and do it for the wrong reasons. Like we watched this video the other day of a girl going to, I don't know, let's just say Taylor Swift since she's in the news lately. She's going to the Taylor Swift concert in Atlanta, New York, and Las Vegas. And she had a hard time getting floor seats for one of them. And she threw a fit. And it's like, lady, you've been to this concert at two different locations on the floor already. And you're throwing a fit because the third one won't give you another floor. And, and it's just like the whole thing is about her. Yeah. And her attendance of this concert. And it, it's so bizarre to me that that has become watchable content and it's marketable weird. content it's it really is weird that now the content is also like the person reacting to the concert <laughs> it's yeah. so weird it's all very meta i guess and the girls being dressed exactly like taylor swift yeah in while in she's er various eras yeah it's bizarre to me that people are not just wanting to go see their idol but they want to be the idol at the same time, it's so weird. Yeah, I think that that speaks to a level of fanaticism just in the world in general that has kind of been allowed to exist. And it's the same thing. But for... a fanaticism to what? To yourself or to being famous or to... It's Yeah, it's a lot of things. To clout. <laughs> and probably at the end of the day, attention is what it comes down to. It's just yeah, people needing kind of attention and validation that they're just not getting any in a real human way it, yeah those videos are weird so those kind of hobbies make me cringe i guess we'll just come right out and say it yeah. and it's uh it's a level of entitlement plus this notion that the camera has to be turned around on you at all times instead <sighs> of you looking out the viewfinder that's a terrible combination for a country of people there's also been the other side of the of the coin where the artist is like, I mean, I'm just looking out of a to a sea of phones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you're you've been a performer. Like, <laughs> what what would that feel like? You didn't it perform would, in that time. It would feel very shitty. And I did not perform in that time, nor did I perform in a situation where it's in any way socially accepted to take your phone out and <laughs> record a performance. But who a, knows now? Like. Uh, you can't it, there's too many copyrights involved and, oh. and like people's likenesses you have a whole orchestra you have people on stage and those people own their likeness now and it's like you can't just take video of a live opera and post it it'll it'll get squashed pretty quickly if i were an artist like a a band member and that's what i saw i would probably tell them to put all their goddamn phones down and listen like normal people but it just doesn't seem like that's what concert goers or at least young concert goers are interested in. Yeah. These concerts have record breaking ticket costs pretty oh. much across the board. And yet people still seem to be going. So is it just the rich who's doing that? No, I think people go. I, I think that the weirdest thing and the biggest change that, I mean, we haven't been to an actual concert yet, but for what I see, is that people after maybe the pandemic 
kind of are not really fully self-aware of how their behavior comes across <laughs> and yet. they're eager to like blow off some steam socially i guess I, yeah. I don't know it seems like there's a higher level of just ampedness of people at these concerts and uh the cost to get in the door is just ridiculous as a result so going to concerts is not a hobby of mine <laughs> no no unless it's a concert we really want to go to <laughs> like hosier yes <laughs> yeah we'll be in or attendance. duran duran <laughs> right that's the right yes no, even <laughs> duran duran <laughs> so i ultimately i think hobbies are absolutely necessary if we did not have hobbies then what's the outlook on life you just go to work and yeah i have a question sure before we met or when we met do you think that we had hobbies in common and was that super important to you <laughs> to to have like at least one hobby in common when we met no i i don't think so i think that hobbies are important and it's important that people have them but at the end of the day they are hobbies and they should not be what define you, I don't think. And in a lot of cases here in Utah, if you're like an athlete or a, hmm. an outdoorsy person, you'd let that define you and you hope that it defines you. But I've never really enjoyed communicating with people that that's their sole depth is they're a mountain bike person. They're, yeah. They're a climbing person. They're a running person and that's what they do and that's all they talk about. And yeah, I get it. People get really obsessed with their hobbies and sports is an easy one to become obsessed over if that's your hobby. I'm I'm not going to tell people to not do that, but just count me out if that's <laughs> if that's your idea of fun. Here in Utah, I like I dated more than you, so here in Utah, my experience was that I kind of felt like if a guy was into mountain biking, he was kind of expecting the girl to also be a mountain biker yeah so yeah. that was like i you know you had mountain biking pictures so i was like i wonder if that's gonna be a situation because i've never even had any interest in riding a bike yeah it's uh it's not something i would ever expect you to do and <laughs> i don't want you to have to experience that if i also don't think it's necessary for people to have things in common i think when we're younger we think Okay, well, I want to. I want someone that does the things exactly the way I do them because I don't want to compromise. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like I don't want to have to compromise on my favorite things, such as maybe someone that has a diet that matches yours perfectly. Or in my past, I looked for someone who would do yoga with me, mm -hmm. which I just, you know, don't think it's necessary. Like now that I'm older and more mature, and like we're together, you know, we don't do many little things. Like the ones that we mentioned, we don't do those together that often. Yeah, those except are... podcasting and maybe yeah. some music creation. Yeah, okay, but... we do try to blend our our oh, hobbies now, <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't start out that way or wanting to make each other do anything. Yeah, I I don't believe in forcing anybody to appreciate my hobbies. If you're into them, great. I'll gladly accompany you and try to do my best to elevate you but if you don't want to then i'm certainly not going to force you yeah it would be really difficult if we had i don't know if it was like specific to like our connection was a hobby-based connection well i think there's the possibility to get competitive as well with com with hobby-based connections or relationships mm -hmm. and 
I don't know. I just don't have any interest in if you share a lot of hobbies with your partner, then that's great. But it does not define the relationship. I think your values are way more important to be in line as well as certain just just values. I guess that is the best way to put it is because your hobbies are an extension of your values. They do not reflect 100% back on them. That's a good point because if you're not fully aware of what your values are, then your hobbies can potentially have no direction. Yeah, very true. Because like we both were very about like I was telling you about yoga and you know the directions and the I don't know the, the meaning the meaning yeah and, the- and you you very much maybe you have a different language but I feel like with music you what you always tell me again and again is that you want to communicate better and I feel like music has taught you that potentially I yeah I I feel more comfortable communicating through an instrument than through words in a lot of cases so yet you you do a fantastic job in communicating especially like <laughs> I'll I'll talk to my friends about us having a communication there or like just having a conversation and I'll get something like oh I can't believe he actually is talking to you about that like you know like maybe you're more open to have a more open communication because of music maybe I I think that honesty is another hobby of mine. So yeah, or <laughs> so, a value. Uh, yeah, so honesty is more of a value for sure because that's I don't care what the quality of what I'm going to say is. I care about the honesty of it, and that to me defines the quality. And if uh, if I'm talking bullshit, then. <laughs> Then even if other people don't know, I know, and I I feel less accomplished as a result. So yeah, I I try to be as honest as possible in communication, and that involves being honest where I'm deficient in communicating and trying to work on that. And the same goes for music. It's like I can tell where I'm deficient when I pick up an instrument and play it, and I know what I need to work on. So <laughs> just got to do it. I love that. That's good. Good things to live by, being honest and knowing what you need to work on. But I, I think overall hobbies are a good thing and we should engage in them. You should engage in them. And yeah, I think we should try to find new hobbies whenever possible. I think that's also important. A couple, like when it comes to couple, couple talk or whatever. It, even if like us, we didn't start out with hobbies that were like the same but we merged them. We just found out just now <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that we merged basically most of our hobbies to include one another. So you don't necessarily have to start out with a matching hobby, but if you do, well, that's even cooler. Yeah. Hopefully and, if it's not competitive. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it as honestly as possible. Yeah. So thank you for listening to this episode. Hopefully you enjoy the pictures that Gabby leaves in the show notes. Yanni. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your comments always. And what's going to be the listener question for this episode? The listener question is, what is your favorite hobby? Just one. We don't need a list. Just your favorite hobby. Tell us. Number one. (laughs) So my question is, do you and your partner share any hobbies? Yes or no. So answer those questions. Let us know. And as always, we appreciate your time and energy and any 
participation you have in the conversation. So thank you for listening. We will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.